The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! And this game's underway. Into the windup of his first offering. Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, my God. Deep to right field. Way up there. They're going to wave him in. I don't believe it. My, oh, my. And look who's coming up. You have got to be kidding me. You talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Okay, play ball. All right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome in to Payoff Pitch. And we have a new sponsor, friends of ours at BetMGM. Payoff Pitch is now presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. Your host, Brendan Glasheen, with Action Network Senior Editor, Colin Whitchurch, Action Network Senior Writer, Sean Zarillo. 15-game slate on Tuesday, September 6th. We hope you all had a safe and happy Labor Day weekend. Well, here we are. We've got a presenting sponsor now the rest of the way. One month to go in the regular season. We've got the playoffs. So thanks to BetMGM for hopping on the ride here with Payoff Pitch, Action Network's MLB betting podcast. 15 games to get to today. We will find out if we are fading the public on this Tuesday. Underdogs we are eyeing. And uh, some other bets before we go. All of the bets that Sean and Colin, uh, most of their bets, if anything, are available and logged on the Action Network app. So we won't get to everything, but we will get to what they find most actionable and what jumps out to them. So we'll start with Zerillo, best bet for Tuesday. Just go out there and try to have fun, you know. You know, having fun is the name of the game. Hey, you trying to make an ass of me? Get on that bag! Yeah, my favorite bet, the Chicago Cubs on the first five innings money line around minus 160. Currently projected this closer to minus 195. Like it all the way up to minus 177. Wade Miley, just four starts this season. 3.7 expected ERA, probably outpitched where you would project him moving forward. But that said, the projection is still very optimistic on Miley. Four different projection systems, expected fit for the rest of the season, anywhere between four and 4.3. You compare that to Justin Dunn whose projections alone put him between 5.2 and 5.8. So a run, a run and a half difference in the projections. And even in the underlying indicators, done 5.8 expected fit for his career on the season, 6.5 expected ERA. So Dunn has gotten absolutely lit up. See a pretty big differential between these two starting pitchers, both in terms of what they've done on the field and in terms of their underlying projections for multiple different 
projection systems. Chicago also in their superior offensive split, closer to league average against righties in the bottom 10 against lefties. The key factor here, though, and the reason why we are betting this on the first five line and not the full game line, since the trade deadline, Chicago got rid of three of their key relievers. They ranked 29th in bullpen expected FIP since the deadline. The Reds rank 11. Chicago has really struggled since getting rid of some of their top arms, but I still see a pretty big differential in the starting pitching matchup. So Chicago on the first five line. Don't love laying a big price with Wade Miley, but considering his opponent, I'm okay with it. Yeah, right now, minus 165 on BetMGM, the first five money line Cubs. They are coming home back to Wrigley Field after a two and seven uh, road trip, a nine game trip back at Wrigley. Uh, we'll see if Wade Miley uh, turns back the clock a bit tonight. What do you got for us, Colin Whitchurch? Best bet for Tuesday. I'm rolling with my Baltimore Orioles and my guy Kyle Bradish today against the Blue Jays. Big game. Orioles kind of rocked in a doubleheader yesterday, still staying on the fringes of the wild card race. Another big game today, Kyle Bradish against Mitch White. We talked about Bradish a lot when he first was called up and joined the Baltimore rotation. Sean and I were both a big fan of his stuff, expected immediate success from him, and it went terribly. He was absolutely rocked through his first eight or so starts in the majors, went back down to the minors, came back up, fixed some things, ran into a little better luck, and here he is, a a good quality major league starting pitcher for a contender down the stretch. Since returning to the rotation at the end of July, Bradish has made seven starts. He has a 2.66 ERA in 40 and two-thirds innings. That includes 38 strikeouts against 14 walks. It's brought his season ERA down to 5.17. Believe it or not, that's how high it was that after this good stretch, it's still (laughs) 5.17. His expected ERA is 4.63. His expected FIP 3.98. So obviously the projections expect him to run into even more luck down the stretch. Babbitt allowed so far this season 336. So expect that to come down, run into better luck in general. Other side, Mitch White has been terrible since joining the Toronto rotation in a deadline deal with the Dodgers. Five starts and a 7.04 ERA, 20 strikeouts and eight walks in just 23 innings. His season-long stats, 4.67 ERA, 4.03 expected ERA, 4.23 xFIP. So if you look at the expected indicators, a lot tighter starting pitching matchup than you might expect, and the edge might even go to Bradish if you're just looking at recent results. And this game is essentially a coin flip, according to odds makers. They're both minus 110 right now at BetMGM. Toronto's pretty much split-proof. They they hit pretty similarly against both right-handed and left-handed pitching, so no real edge there. However, Baltimore is better against right-handed pitching by weighted runs created plus. So I give them the edge here. I think that they should be made slight favorites right now. If you can get a minus 110 at BetMGM, I think that's good value. I would bet them to minus 120. It's Baltimore, gentlemen. The gods will not save you. Should we be taking credit for the Bradish turnaround because we gave him bulletin board material? We would come on this podcast. And how many times did we fade that guy early in the season? Well, no, it was the other way around. We were buying him. We were saying, hey, Bradish is up. He's going to be good. He's a huge underdog. And then he just got destroyed. So really... We were right about him. It just took <laughs> a while to be right about him. Yeah, you're, you're right, though, Colin. It's a, it's a phenomenal turnaround. And it, I've just come to find out doing this podcast with the both of you uh, for most of the year. If you're in the American League, you really don't get a break when it comes to the, these offenses. These last five starts, he's been, I mean, Toronto, uh, Texas, Toronto twice, Boston, Houston, Cleveland. You're, you're not getting a break. Uh, and he's pitched well, uh, as Colin said, in all those starts. Okay, moving on. Those are our best bets for Tuesday, September 6th. Moving on to 
whether or not we will fade the public today and looking at Astros Rangers this evening, 94% of the bets, 67% of the money. So two thirds of the cash coming in on Astros Rangers. Stros are getting all the money uh, today. Houston uh, over at BetMGM today. Houston on the money line, minus 275. Rangers at plus 220. Sean Zarillo, looking at that number as currently constructed, is there value in taking the Texas Rangers? So I need plus 230 or better in order to bet Texas. Poked at that last night. I think there's still some numbers out there above plus 230. I think there's a peak price of plus 235. So plus 230 or better would be my price target. You could be patient, probably wait till closer to first pitch as more public money comes in on the Astros and you may get the best price, the peak price on Texas at that point. Glenn Otto, extremely enigmatic. Last start, struck out eight, walked one in six innings. Might've been his best start of the year, but you go a couple starts back, six walks, one strikeout. Seems to have or not have his command on a start-to-start basis. 12% walk rate this year. Out of 273 pitchers, both are in 50 innings, that is the 260th worst walk rate. So Otto definitely has some poor command tendencies. That's that I still like his arm talent moving forward, and I think he's going to fix it at some point and develop into a pretty solid starting pitcher. The reason why I do like Texas here is a bet, much better splits against lefties as opposed to righties on the offensive side. Ranked 22nd against righties, 6% below league average. But against lefties, they rank seventh and are 18% above league average. So 24% gap in the offensive splits versus righties as compared to lefties for Texas. Like them against Robert Valdez here, only at plus 230 or better, though. Colin, the Rangers have lost nine in a row. I went to you second because I was thinking maybe you are uh, you were just looking at Dallas Keuchel's uh, line one more time from last Friday and just remembering him and the Rangers uniform he wore this year. I wanted to give you a second to um, reflect on that and uh, go to you now. Yeah, we're pouring one out for our guy, Dallas Keuchel. He, he sent us off. He, he ended his career. I'm, I'm assuming he's ending his career uh, on the highest note possible for us on this podcast and for me financially. We went 9-0. and If you're not a regular listener, we went 9-0. and on our Dallas Keuchel related bets on Friday, Red Sox won that game nine to one. It was a fantastic day. Brendan Glasheen was in attendance to That's watch great. it in all of its glory. <laughs> so bon voyage, Dallas Keuchel. We wish you well, and we hope to see you in a major league uniform again in the future so that we can continue to wager against you. That was all just a lot of filler talk because I don't have value in this game. I'm not betting against Framber Valdez. That's my guy. I absolutely love him. I think he's I think he's Houston's best starting pitcher. I know Justin Verlander's there, but this guy is a future ace. I mean, he's a he's a current ace. And Glenn Otto Zarillo mentioned how enigmatic he is and against an offense as patient as Houston's is. I think it's going to be a very short night for Glenn Otto. If anything, I might go very uh square here and and take a houston run line here minus one and a half is minus 130 i know toronto has better splits against left-handed pitching but valdez has been great against both sides of the plate this year he's only allowed a 612 ops to righties this year 468 against lefties is absurd but 612 against righties obviously righties have hit him better but 612 is still insanely good 221 297 314 
against right-handed pitching this year. So yeah, this is at this number, it is a stay away spot for me, or maybe even a Houston run line. I'm with the public though. Okay. Very good. Moving on. Let's go to underdogs uh, for today. Where's my dog? We'll go to Zerillo first. What's another dog, Zerillo, that uh, jumps out to you? The Detroit Tigers around plus 120. First five, plus 124 full game would be my price targets. Eduardo Rodriguez, kind of an odd season. Signed a big contract with Detroit. On May 18th, he pitched the third of an inning, gave up a bunch of hits, three runs left, I said, in the first inning. Velocity was down below 90 miles an hour in that start, which was very concerning. And then he kind of went on a sabbatical for a few months. The Tigers couldn't get in contact with him. Apparently he was throwing and still working out. He's come back for three starts now. His velocity has trended back up in each of those starts back towards where he was last year. So I think now that the rust has been shaken off after that multi-month vacation that he took, I'm willing to back Rodriguez again. His FIP projections anywhere between 3.5 and 3.8. Expected metrics this season about a run higher in the mid fours. But like I said, I think he will pitch closer to those projections the rest of the way and into next year. Mike Mayers, on the other hand, is expected ERA over five. His projections about a half a run to a run higher than Rodriguez, depending on where you look. So I think the Tigers certainly have the starting pitching advantage here. Make them slight favorites if not close to a pick them essentially in this matchup so around plus 120 on both the first five and the full game line for the tigers put them in the section maybe not my favorite underdog for today though i didn't want to steal colin's thunder on his pick which may even be my best bet for today i just i couldn't put this one particular pitcher in another best bets video so colin go ahead and take it away i knew this was going to be one of your picks Cirillo. uh our, our, our document where we're, we track our picks every day, I got in there before Sean and I, I threw this bet in there and I knew that Sean would be right there with me. I wasn't sure if you'd find a different bet or if we would just be on the same side, but it is the Pirates against Sean's Mets and the Mitch Keller renaissance, which continues to be confounding, but real <laughs> for the most part. 4.43 ERA, 4.26 X ERA and a 3.98 X FIP. The key for Mitch Keller on a start-to-start basis, it's been relatively inconsistent over the last couple months, but it is the sinker that he's throwing now and how well he's locating it. If you look at him on a start-to-start basis, an expected batting average against the sinker. Sometimes it's really high, sometimes it's really low. When it's really high, obviously he's not locating it well. He needs to locate it well today and going forward, and I expect him to do that against the Mets. He's throwing it around 30% of the time in lieu of his four-seamer, which he was throwing for the majority of his career, and it was getting crushed. The Mets only have a minus 2.6 run value against sinkers this year. So again, as long as Keller is keeping it down in the zone, inducing ground balls like it has when he's been on, I think there's insane value on Pittsburgh today. Other side, Taiwan Walker. We've talked a lot about second-half Taiwan Walker. It continues to be a thing. Since the All-Star break, he has a 6.10 ERA in 31 innings and seven starts. He's been a anti-expected stats guy all season long, and it's starting to catch up to him. 3.45 ERA, 4.23 expected ERA, 4.12 expected FIP. I think, if anything, the starting pitching matchup is a wash or maybe even trending toward Pittsburgh in this game with Mitch Keller. Again, start to start basis he's been kind of helter skelter but i think that 
with his newfound sinker and the Mets struggling against sinkers. Great value on Pittsburgh. I like him full game plus 185, first five plus 165. Some good value on the Pirates if you get involved after a rainy day. Uh, did you guys see the uh, Instagram of Marte in the in the hotel uh, hanging out? He, he's rested. He had a nice big breakfast. He'll be ready to go. Yeah, I'm sure he was just reflecting on how much he enjoyed his time in Pittsburgh early in his career. Mm, sure. Uh, Zerillo, you know, let's go back to you here. You have any follow-up thoughts on that bet? Because I know that's one of your final bets that you want to get on today, the Pirates and the Mets. Yeah, like I said, I just couldn't put Keller in another best bets video on YouTube, but this is probably <laughs> my best bet for today. My largest projected edge. I made the Pirates closer to plus 140 here in both halves. So getting around plus 190 full game, plus 170 first five, certainly a pretty substantial projected edge there by around 30 to 50 cents, depending on the half. Keller coming off of a career high 10 strikeout performance. I know Colin said he has been a little bit up and down over the past couple of months. He's been a little bit up and down throughout his career, though. And over 16 starts since he started throwing that sinker, 3.70 RA. 3.7 expected FIP has completed six innings and in nine of those 16 starts. So yes, he will continue to get the up and downs with Keller, but he has pitched extremely well over a large part of that sample and his expected metrics kind of justify his ERA over that stretch. So certainly a substantial edge for Keller in terms of projection, make him a better pitcher than Taiwan Walker. If you flipped pitchers on these two teams, I think the line would move more towards the Mets. So Definitely agree that the Pirates are a very clear value side for today. They'll probably lose, but they are the value side. You guys are both on Nats Cardinals. Um, we'll go to Colin first here. What's your angle on that game? It's just a numbers thing here. Anytime that I see a slight possibility Washington's going to win and they're sitting at, at plus 200, plus 220, uh, I'm going to bet them and, and their splits, you know, they're a terrible offensive team, but they're better against left-handed pitching. Quintana's obviously a lefty. So Sean and I've talked about it a lot. It's one of those bets you make and you assume it's going to be a loss until you're proven otherwise, but I'm going to be betting Washington both halves against Quintana, particularly that first half. Again, they're, they're just better against lefties and Paolo Espino, you know, he's got insane stuff. He, doesn't always know where it's going, which is one of his biggest issues, but um, he can, he can spin a gem uh, any randomly given time. And then uh, again, nationals against lefties. I, I just see value there when, when the number is as high as it is and it's going to continue to be against Washington all the rest of the season. Zarello, you got a th- uh, angle on that game. Yeah. I, I agree with Colin more of a numbers play. Uh, would bet this down to plus 213 on the Washington side, made it closer to plus 200, plus 196. Not a huge gap in the expected ARAs between the two starting pitchers, Palo Espino at 4.6, Jose Quintana at 4.2. So not a huge discrepancy there. It's not like the Cardinals have some massive starting pitching advantage. Certainly have a much more substantial advantage in the bullpens and in the offenses. But the Nats won yesterday, took two out of three from the Mets, have won five of six, have won three in a row. No reason not to back the Nationals at this price. If you want to keep betting smaller unit sizes on the nationals the rest of the way, just separate your nationals bets from the rest of your bets and risk smaller amounts when you bet the nationals because you don't want to stomach them. Totally fine, but cannot play the Cardinals. Absolutely cannot parlay the Cardinals, cannot play the Cardinals at the current pricing. It's nationals or pass. 
Okay, before we go, each uh, each of these guys has one more bet, and then we've got something to share with you all. Um, announcement before we go. So let's go to Colin first. He's got a Twins Yankees thought, and then Zarillo on the. Uh, he's got something on the uh, D backs for tonight. So go ahead, Colin. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't care who's on the mound. I can't not bet an over six and a half at Yankee Stadium with these two offenses on the field. Twins and Yankees, Joe Ryan against Garrett Cole, total set at six and a half at Yankee Stadium, and that is insanely low for me. Even with as dominant as Garrett Cole can be, if there's one thing that plagues him on occasion, it is the long ball, and Minnesota has a very powerful offense, and they have a very powerful offense against right-handed pitching. On the other side, it's the same deal with Joe Ryan. He actually allows fly balls more than 70% of the time against Aaron Judge and company. That's going to be bad news. As much as I love Joe Ryan, I'm still wiping my tears with my Joe Ryan American League Rookie of the Year tickets because Julio Rodriguez has run away and hit with that. Love Joe Ryan long-term, but he is going to get crushed at Yankee Stadium. The Twins should find some power success against Garrett Cole, so I love over six and a half in that matchup. Okay, go ahead, Sean. I just should mention for that total, there's some pretty vicious weather here in New York today. I don't even know if that game's going to go off based on how it's raining right now. Good point. But 10-mile-an-hour winds blowing in from center field. So I think that's why the total is as low as it is. I think it's more to do with the weather than the starting pitchers. Um, My final bet, the Arizona Diamondbacks down at plus 150 or better here against the San Diego Padres. Merrill Kelly has been phenomenal this season, a guy we've been on a ton. Actually an identical expected ERA, 3.13 between Kelly and Joe Musgrove. So another starting pitching matchup, I think is much closer on the season long metrics than it was if you did this on opening day and you had no prior knowledge of what these two pitchers have done this season. Factoring in the season long metrics, I think the Diamondbacks are the value side, but only down to about plus 150. Not a huge edge on that number, but I think the right side. Uh, All right, well, we'll we'll keep our eyes on that weather in New York. We'll get a weather report from Zarillo, maybe. later on so very good all right i said we had an announcement so it's it's like we, we mentioned at the top bet mgm is our new presenting sponsor so thanks to the folks at bet mgm uh, now sponsoring payoff pitch as some of you might be familiar with this is the payoff pitch podcast uh with action network we also have our live show uh that we have but uh to create less confusion um we are now asking you all to follow the new Payoff Pitch Podcast account on the Action Network app. The app now has access to video, audio, as well as as well as all of our written content at Action Network. So over on the Action Network app, please follow the new Payoff Pitch Podcast. Not the live show, the podcast. So that's what we are, the podcast, Payoff Pitch Podcast on the Action Network app. Now, you might be thinking, well, what's the incentive? Well, I'll tell you. We're going to select three people who can confirm that they followed it on the app by simply doing this. You're going to email a screenshot to podcasts, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S, at actionnetwork.com, podcasts at actionnetwork.com, and you'll receive a free 12-month Action Pro subscription. That is a $99 value. We're going to select three people. Again, email podcasts at actionnetwork.com. All you got to do, is follow Payoff Pitch Podcast on the Action Network app. So it's a great handy-dandy way to tune in to us each and every week, Tuesdays and Fridays, as the baseball season winds down. So there you go. Uh, that's, a nice, uh, that's a nice little prize if you, can, uh, if you can do that. Again, just a screenshot. That's all we're looking for. And then hit that email. And hopefully you are one of the three that gets one of the 
pro accounts, $99 value. Okay, that was a loaded show coming out of the holiday weekend. That is going to do it for us. Thank you to Sean Zarillo, Colin Whitchurch. Again, you can find their picks logged in the Action Network app for today's slate. Your host, Brendan Glasheen, will join you again on Payoff Pitch. It's presented by BetMGM. We'll join you again on Friday, everybody. Good luck today, and we'll catch you next time. Look at his crowd on its feet. What a tribute. No one wants to leave.